To probably science. I am Andy Wood, joined by Matt Kirshen. Hello, and we are bringing you all the science news you would ever need to know ever. Destroy your beakers, punch your chemistry teacher in the face. This is it. This is total information. We have everything, every bit of scientific information, as deduced by a couple of people with a vague scientific background this... who looked through the week in science news with some comedians. Is it safe to say that this is the podcast that scientists are afraid for you to listen to? That this they is... don't want you to hear? This is literally... You know how dentists don't want you to know their secret that the housewife has discovered with some lemon and bicarbonate soda? You know that's... <laughs> wait, you, wait, 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 This what? is exactly the same level of secret. <laughs> yeah, you know, it always says on websites, this is the secret. This is the one that... Dentists, dentists dentists don't want you to know dentists don't want you to know this and language teachers are afraid of <laughs> of our methods as well and now science teachers science teachers should be quaking in their science boots and comedians and comedians oh, this is the podcast comedians don't want you to hear <laughs> yes because we'll put them out of business it'll put everyone out of business this is the end of podcasts why uh, do we, we shouldn't put this out if no one no one wants this podcast this is like. grossly irresponsible yeah. Um, as is uh, waffling on for a good couple of minutes without introducing <laughs> our two fantastic guests who are sat right across the table. Uh, hello. How are you doing, Matt? I'm very well. That was the voice of Cameron Esposito. Yes. Oh, God, I love it when you say my last name. It sounds so adorable. You are welcome. And I've, never heard, I've, never heard, I've never heard him say it. It's beautiful. It sounds good. Ha- right? Have you heard uh, Rhea Butcher in that, an English no, accent? Oh, oh, my God, that's God. good, too. Butcher, Can butcher, I get it one more time? We, we, Rhea Butcher. Rhea Butcher. Yes. Butcher. Oh. Hop along, fantastic! Shit. I love it. Oh yeah, well we sound we sound good on mic, but we also sound good coming out of your m- yeah. mouth. I can't believe I just said that's fine. I'm sure that's science. <laughs> that is that is exactly probably. that is probably probably science. Yeah, the whole branch of science of uh, things coming out of people's mouths. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we do have real scientists who listen to our show, which uh, never ceases to amaze me. Uh, real scientists who listen to our show. Uh, if you are a scientist who specializes in things coming out of people's mouths, write in. Yeah, let us know what that's even called. Yeah, email uh, probablyscience at gmail.com, tweet us at probablyscience, and uh, and share your information, share your knowledge. Would that be just uh, spitology? What would you call that science? The science of things coming out? Expuls- Maybe it's like linguistics, you know what I mean? Because it mm. could be like kind of a, I mean, depending on I whether or not... going in the broader, yeah, yeah. that's I understand. I understand. I, I want to be like talkology. anything that comes out of the mouth at all. Like, yeah. There's an entire science of just that, like any fluids, yeah. solids, sounds. So you cover like vocab and spittoons right yeah i think it's mostly a tobacco and semen based <laughs> you know Oof. Oof. yeah gotta get those things that's out probably. of there that's the probably <laughs> i wonder if anyone's ever reappropriated a spittoon as a as a semen bucket oh i'm sure well i mean there was a whole century there when like, i can't yeah, imagine there's anything yeah else in the saloon in the, there, or saloon even as opposed yeah. to saloon the there, wild <laughs> west I think man has yet to see a container that hasn't at some point <laughs> contained <laughs> semen. absolutely no one's ever done that like i know there's been the, wild west themed pawns but no one's included as far as i'm aware the gag where where oh, the someone, gag. yeah the, with the joke where someone someone has the semen in their mouth then spits across at the spittoon and then there's the ding sound like no one's done that million dollar idea right there it is if that exists and somebody knows about it they should also tweet at you about that if there's a scientist that knows about that porn and even if he we should well again porn people listening to the show if you can persuade any company slash fellow performers to get involved and put on a cowboy hat (laughs) buy a cheap second hand spittoon or get someone in the props department to make one (laughs) There you go. 
Also, I'm, if there's a scientist that's ever tested whether a spittoon can make that sound with a human spit, if velocity can yeah. exist at that speed to make that actual dinging sound, I want to know about yeah, it. That's, you've got some high iron content in your system yes. if you're able to make the ding <laughs> with something that comes out of your mouth. That's... Or maybe everyone was losing teeth that often that it was just like a common <laughs> That's totally possible. Every other spit would be They're just a molar. spitting out bullets from yeah. a six-shooter. <laughs> Didn't some child get some uh, like feather lodged in his neck and then it came out his mouth later? Did you hear that story? No, I didn't. I love not the idea of getting story. shot in the gut and then somehow having the bullet end up in your system and then you can just spit it out later. How did he? How did? How did it he just, or she get the uh, feather got absorbed through like some kind of David Copperfield thing? This kid got a feather stuck wow. in its neck. And then it came out on its own, and it came out through its mouth. Like, an, like, baby. like an archery accident? It sounds like un- it could be like an archery It sounds accident. like I'm making it up. It sounds like I'm calligraphy? making it up. I have was it a calligraphy? To- I think it was accident. a calligraphy accident, yeah. <laughs> you were he the was- worst calligrapher ever. <laughs> there was a very- we have lost three quills this week alone. <laughs> it was a common occurrence in Marquis de Sade's time. Yes. Uh- okay, wait. Doctors find feather in seven-month-old ca- Kansas girl's neck. Doctors believe the child may have swallowed the feather. It's the opposite. Oh, the other way around. Oh, my goodness. The other way around. the in and the out backwards. Wow. Yeah, so this this girl swallowed swallowed a feather feather, and and then it came out her neck. That is my worst nightmare. I didn't even know that was a nightmare I had. And inside there was a whole nest of feathers. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's terrifying. She was born with her twin inside of her, but her twin was a bird. Terrible. The article starts off with a quote, They pulled a feather out of my child, Mia's father, Aaron Whittington of Hutchinson, Kansas, said to CBS affiliate KWCH. How crazy is that? (laughs) That is a picture of the feather starting to peek out of its neck. Uh, Is that really what the dad said? How crazy is that? That sounds like a great dad right now. It was the doctor, the surgeon, actually. (laughs) Man, it was weird shit. Never seen this. They were high-fiving. I'm doctor. Fuck me, that's strange. (laughs) Hell if I know. Uh, you know what? I believe we're going to be joined by a fifth person. Could it be? Is that the sound? Semi-regular guest co-host, Jesse Case. Hey, guys. Hey. You made oh, hello. It. Thank How's you How's it going? Coming. Good. We're just talking about feathers. No big deal. Cool. The podcast's been going well so far? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it seems super good. Yeah, it seems I mean, like, and how was your shower? You it was awesome, ready. but I'm really sorry about the toilet paper situation. Had no idea. Oh, too much uh, of it? well, you know. Not enough. Oh. Guys, it's... <laughs> not enough. We're lesbians. We don't use toilet paper. Yeah. I did not know that was a... That's it's a, a thing. new... It's okay. a thing. It's a thing. So it's one of the benefits. Wait, how can the Supreme Court... It's, their decision is even easier. Think of all the trees you're saving <laughs> right. by supporting it's this. A, exactly. It's wow. probably an environmental decision more than anything. <laughs> no, I feel really bad. I went in for the shower and I was like, you know what? There's not a toilet paper. Um, and that's uh, that's a bummer. That is a little bit of a bummer. That's a bummer. We're past it. You know what? We're mov- we've moved on to, to talk about... We uh, moved on, but I feel like, you know, I should, I'm should. i at a point in my life where I should have toilet paper in my bathroom at all times. Yeah, I think that's one of the signs of adulthood when you decide, hey, even though there's some left on this roll, I'm still going to buy an extra. <laughs> I'm going to predict <laughs> that I'll probably... <laughs> at some point. Right. I'm going to predict that I'll... Well, the thing is, I have a ton in my bedroom. I have, like, a whole thing. Because you like to dress as a mummy on the weekends. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, it won't all fit um, under that. <laughs> this is boring to people. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Karen and Rhea, you just both moved from uh, Chicago to yeah, L.A. we did. In September. Mm-hmm. Um and it's wonderful. Very quickly established here. You you now uh, do the uh, Put Your Hands Together podcast and live show. Yes, yes, yes. That's on Tuesday nights That's at the UCB. And you, you were there last night. I was there you literally last night. Yeah. Thank you. Also, we're going to go to Bridgetown it's this happen year. happen at Bridgetown. Which is Another. very exciting. And you're going to do a live recording of the show there? Yes. And then it goes out as a podcast, which you can find on iTunes, I believe, 
that Mr. Andy Wood will be on the show. I actually. hope so. At Bridgetown. Yes, that's going to happen. We're trying so. to do that. So and Matt and I are going to do this there live also. Oh, that's awesome. great. That's awesome. That so any Portland I'm going to be at Bridgetown. I don't know if... Nice. If I was going to be on the third wow. chair, you want to do it? I've, I've, I was. I mean, let's do it. You know, I could, I could Brooks co-host. I could regular co-host. <laughs> Brooks's you know, career. Are, are it's co- no big deal. <laughs> I mean, if I don't, if you, no. If you guys just, I mean, I'll just go. I don't just know. Just bring I'll, some toilet paper. No, I'll just go to a <laughs> coffee shop. Make sure there's toilet yeah, paper. Yeah, Rhea's going to be at Bridgetown. Yeah, so absolutely. You guys should We're just have an independent. We'll hang out. Podcast. Yeah, and we'll fill all the toilet paper rolls everywhere. We'll make sure everybody's. Yeah. Yeah. In all the unisex bathrooms. <laughs> what, if yeah. it, what if it becomes like a Rocky Horror kind of thing? Like when you, we do live podcasts, people <laughs> TP the set. People throw rolls of toilet paper. That'd be at great. Us. Soft, like you know. Yeah. I mean, you could roll You're it back like, Damn, up. Damn, I'm like, running out of toilet paper. I better put on a live yeah. show soon. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hope fans attend. Yeah. Please, I'm so dirty. That is kind of what it's like to be a comic, though, is working to also have functional things, like sometimes a sandwich. Or a drink ticket. You know, like, <laughs> sometimes true. it's money, but sometimes it's toilet paper or, like, a chicken salad. This is how we're paid. We You don't really have that in many other, many other trades. You don't really have a lot of... Uh, no. Have you done the thing before yeah. where, you, where you get to a gig and they give you a certain number of drinks tickets and you think, well, I wasn't going to drink tonight, but if I don't now have all of the alcohol that they're willing to give me, I am basically taking a pay cut. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Also, I always, I always ask them, I literally do this, I'm like, what's the level... That these the drink tickets are, are are useful for, and then I just pick the top, right. the top drink in that. Right. Like, well, I go to the buffet, even if I hate and it, filling up your tray with yeah. lo- with crab yeah. and lobster. Sure. I watch you guys take a loss on this, even if I don't exactly. like that food. Exactly. I really yeah. only wanted a Pepsi, but what have you got that's been aged for ten years or more? <laughs> oh, still a Pepsi? Give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so both of you, we always ask our guests this: What, if any, is your science background? Did you do it at school? Did you do it at college? Did you? enjoy it as a subject well i was super into it in high school because i had like a crazy science teacher i was really into dna spooling we did that Ooh. with like onions with onion skin and blenders and stuff it was pretty crazy Wait, what, is, what god you're kidding me what are did you, you clone about? an onion what was that did you clone an onion well we tried okay. no we just like looked at the dna under microscopes oh, like you wow. can pull it out of the onion skin really easily it's like how do you look at the what what kind yeah. of public school funding had microscopes? <laughs> hey, it was a Catholic <laughs> school. So I'm an abomination, but Just I've seen the Crazy DNA. electron microscopes. <laughs> wow. Yeah, was, I mean, my school is like pretty well known in the city for having like a good science program. In which city? Uh, Akron, Ohio, oh, okay. where I'm from. <laughs> Best science Diesel. program in Akron. <laughs> yeah. A Catholic school with a great science program. Yeah. Weird, that right? Weird. That, that's super weird. Did every science like lesson end with a slight caveat? Right. Of like, but probably but not. This, but probably. Yeah. <laughs> right. But actually, it was Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Everything ended in a uh, prayer. Right. <laughs> I can't even imagine having to be that teacher and waking up and putting small Jesus shaped DNA strands in the onion. <laughs> yeah. It's a strenuous job. Yeah. It's like the Mardi Gras baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The king's, the king's cake. Um, yeah. I've had, uh, speaking of toilet paper, had one of, realized I got it the next morning. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I felt lucky, though. I oh, my lucky. God. That's amazing. What a adorable. That seems like a real baby then, if it's covered in shit. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> oh, like, that was the joke. That's, like I was, that's where I was baby. going. Yeah, you but no, let's just get it. Like right a real out there. actual baby. <laughs> yeah, just covered in covered in actual feces. Yeah, that seems like a real baby. 
Is yeah. that where babies come from? I never they really knew. They come from shit. Yeah. Was, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That's why. So you eat, you eat, so more, you more eat the, all the ingredients and then you poop them out. That's right. yeah. That's right. So yeah. Cameron taking the more pagan route yeah. as opposed to the Catholic. Um, she went to a pagan school in Akron. No, I'm currently uh, I'm currently um, nannying for a three month old baby, like a couple days a week, just to feel like a human being that has. You guys are allowed to nanny. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, so I far. am trying to convert him. Like it's, <laughs> right. it's, it's mostly evangelizing, but like, sure, I sure. still hold him. And um, what kind of music are you playing for him? Like, just just like I mean, it, well, a lot of Bowie, which really honestly okay. can go either, either way. way. Either you know, way. you understand. Right. So I'm yeah. just trying to kind of ease into it with that, yeah. get him hooked on that, Before and then up to, like to Queen. The, right. Bowie, yeah. right to Queen. Yeah. Right to Queen. <laughs> um, sure. And then 80s Euro pop for the next 20 years. Yep, yes. And then anything that's currently relevant in London. Because whatever is currently <laughs> relevant in London is always like Super two to three steps <laughs> more gay than Queen. Um, yeah. I have found. Is Anthony and the Johnsons, Anthony and the Johnsons, is that British? He's British, right? He is technically British, although he lived in, um, I think, America for a long time. Because I remember there was a whole thing... He won the Mercury Music Prize a few years ago, which is uh, quite a few years ago, which is this sort of quite prestigious music prize that... Hey, how about how about winning something on Earth with yeah. his other musicians? Huh? <laughs> but it's only you know for, I mean? it's only for British bands and musicians. <laughs> Who's this right, right. Um, oh, people were, were people were pissed. <laughs> yeah, well, there was I don't, people weren't pissed, but it was a thing that was like I remember oh. it being a thing of like, oh, is he, should he be eligible or shouldn't he? Oh wow. Uh, and uh, yeah, they were, well, yeah. I'm I'm from Nashville, and there were all these bands coming out of Nashville, like like Kings of Leon, for instance, a huge band out of Nashville. But they never like you never saw a Kings of Leon flyer. They were just like number one one day, <laughs> and then you're like, where are they? What really? They're from here? That's, like, I <laughs> like that's what I heard about Nirvana from a friend of mine who lived in the Seattle area back then, because he said like Soundgarden was everybody's band. Like that was the one everyone knows. that was the local band. They're like, gonna blow up. Everyone goes to the shows for years. They're the favorite. Everybody. And then Nirvana just kind of out of nowhere was national before they were even local. Like, it wasn't even a huge hmm. Seattle band. Wow. I've heard eyes. they hung out. I've heard they were around. I mean, but I guess it wasn't as... It was, maybe it was just a medium, more meteoric rise like the Kings of Leon thing. Sure. Like, so they weren't considered... So someone from the, the Kings of Leon will kill themselves in Nashville. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. and then claim it. Well, I mean, he'll be killed by his crazy wife, but the, it'll be framed as like a suicide. But yeah. clearly... It'll be the doing of his... Clearly, someone life. named El Duce will try to... Or that. <laughs> the mentors. I um, watched that movie. I still don't quite get what, the, what El Duce's role. We're talking about uh, Kurt and Courtney. The movie's called yes. that, I think, right? The documentary? The documentary, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. What did, who was El Duce again? El Duce was a guy who was the lead singer in a band called The Mentors, which um, they dressed like executioners, and all their songs were about, like, S&M. Uh-huh. And um, it's, it's a hilariously bad record they put out. <laughs> Um, and and apparently he was like hired to kill Kurt Cobain. Okay. That was his big crazy by rant. Co- what? By Courtney, by Courtney Love. Though, right? And then he was like hit uh, like a few weeks after the interview, he was like hit by a train when he was drunk. Oh. So now we'll never know. <laughs> wow. So who knows? Oh now next we'll have to interview the conductor Courtney Love hired. Yeah, yeah that sounds. I was just gonna say, man, tangled web. I mean, the, the weird thing was, you know, the train hit him in his bedroom. <laughs> that is that is right. weird. That was suspicious. Very like, no. it really <laughs> makes you want to raise an eyebrow to that one. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so onions, oh, I, onion spooling. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. say anything about. Yes, Cameron, you have a science. cyber you have a cyberdyne system shirt on. I do. So you know, <laughs> you know what well, you're doing. Yeah, I mean, I'm into like robots. 
<laughs> things that are from the future or you guys, past. You guys pumped for the Daft Punk record, May 21st? You pumped? <sighs> I, I don't give a shit about she music. Care I'm about sorry. Music. I want to care about music, but you're right. They do look like robots and <laughs> with the masks Did you say stuff. they look like robots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. trying to say? Yeah, I understand. I think they are. <laughs> well, in the same people. way that that orange we were eating beforehand looks like an orange. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everything looks like the thing it is. That's right. <laughs> what, are you, what are you telling me, guys? Guys. Um... Okay, so what about but um, you know the only as like a really as a really well behaved kid Mm -hmm. and also in high school as well and like very studious. The only C I have ever gotten in my life (laughs) in a class was in chemistry. Mm. So we're dealing with that over here. I'm bringing that to the table. A lot of anger. What was the problem? I so thought a sex joke was coming. Oh my god, I'm weird. (laughs) The only C I ever got in my life. I Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Matt, no, me. I get a lot of yeah, C. Yeah, okay. What are you talking about? Matt and I were both like leaning over the table. Like, eh? <laughs> the only C I ever get. What if, what if that's how people talk that to... Way. That's so weird. Yeah, I know. Have you, has anybody ever said that? Because we should start saying yeah. that. Is that a thing people are saying? No, Matt and I both like simultaneously made up a new lexicon in oh, hopes of God, a joke. Yeah. <laughs> but the great thing about that is it really it doesn't discriminate. Like Anybody can ask anybody, yeah. oh, have yeah. you gotten any C? I love that. That's yeah. very true. Good call. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay, Urban Dictionary. One of our listeners has got to go start have, have, getting yeah. getting some C. Pulling some C. I love that. Pulling some C. You guys pulling some C. Holy yeah. shit, that's good. I feel very C. proud. Out trolling for but, C. But then it'll it'll still evolve, and it'll be like it'll turn into C, like S E A, and then it'll be like got pretty salty last yeah. night. <laughs> you know, in like five years from now, we won't even know what people are talking. That's about. right. It's become like a. That's um, right. What's the British? Uh, God damn it! Like a like Cody s- rhyming slang. Thank God damn it! Why can't I think? To think of? Yes, I'm supposed to be hosting a podcast here. I can't think of words. Yeah, Courtney rhyming, uh, Cockney rhyming slang. Like, yeah, uh, that's a like the Gary is the shitter, right? Because Gary glitter and glitter rhymes with shitter. It's like you keep removing it from farther and farther. Well, yeah, the thing that it rhymes with. That's yeah, exactly you have to actually, what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have I to want know the Sia, chain of the musician to be involved. That's the only yeah. musician yeah. I would like to be involved. The C and cake, wow. and then it's cake, and then it's like frosting. You it's have to have frosting. You have to have like rid, ridden the tube with the right guy in 1979. Yeah, right. <laughs> or like you don't understand Cockney. There's a decoder ring. <laughs> that got lost. The... Yeah, you don't know the the butterfly effect of that. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. God, oh my god, damn, that's great. Okay, getting some C. So you got some C in chemistry. Yeah, well, I and actually, was- <laughs> I didn't get any C in chemistry. Um, I avoided C as much yeah. as I could at the time because was, it was the other kind of C. Okay. I was into the other kind of C. Mm-hmm. No, so I, I get just it. I didn't and that was really C- engage in that. That was C-fusing for you. Yeah, it was, yeah. Su- it was super C-fusing, yeah. It was, before, it was. The, it was before, the, before the C change. I just couldn't see what everybody saw in yeah. C's, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, there was a lot of C-flicked. Yeah, yeah, um, there was. <laughs> internally, yeah. I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. This this uh, casts the national anthem in a whole different light. Also now, because it's like <laughs> a challenge to go get laid. Oh, yeah, say. can you? Can you? Can yeah. you? <laughs> um, so chemistry was a no go. Uh, anything? Did you did you study? Did you go to college? It's fine if you I didn't. did go to nice. college. I went to Boston College, which Ramparts. is Catholic, <clears throat> which is a Catholic school that just today was in the news for. Uh, telling its students that they couldn't pass out condoms on campus to other oh, students. Geez. So it's like wow. that level of science going on there. I mean, it's I was a, a Jesuit theology school, major. Right? You were? Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. I was. Is that the first? Is that a first for us, Matt? A theology first major? theologian? I don't know. Possibly. Do you know, my minor was also um, faith, peace, and justice, which was actually Combined. a minor you could have. That's like, there's also an ampersand a, in my minor. 1970s R&B band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sunshine all woman. Just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
oh, oh, now, now we have to release them in the right order. Yeah. And one of them was a white guy, but you just never knew which one. Cause <laughs> right. Probably justice. I was going to say the opposite. Like, There's no. no way it's justice. <laughs> Come on. Which one was the construction worker? <laughs> Peace. Wow. So, okay, so a theology, theology major. Now, I would assume being a theology major at a Catholic, I mean, did it still cover everything? Well, I did comparative theology, so I read like other texts and then looked at the Catholic teaching on that and then compared them and then uh, through that realized that there is no God. <laughs> okay. Sure. 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 It, was, it was like a... That's a dangerous thing to encourage someone to compare them all. Cause like, <laughs> Wait, you sort of compare second. all of them and go, wow, everyone but the one I grew up in is crazy. Oh, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Cameron, did you have that haircut at the time? No, I didn't have this okay. haircut. Because I would not let you take a theology class at <laughs> the Catholic school. Like, if you walked in, I'd be like, too open-minded. No. No. <laughs> no way. No, but the funny thing is, actually, like, at the school I went to, the the theology program was very, like, um, it was, like, touchy-feely and about social justice and, like, being with the poor and being on the right side of history and, like, mm-hmm. and very, like, pro-civil rights and all this stuff that... If you combine all of them and then pull back, you'd have to be kind of pro-gay folks. Like, because you couldn't just be like, let's Except take care case. of everybody. Yeah. and let's We make are sure all God's uh, children. Yeah. Except <laughs> not you. Yeah, not sure. you ever. Also, throw out your condoms. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it was a very mixed wow. message. Yeah. Did, did it stick with you much after school? Or were you just kind of like, that's what I did for those four years? And um, I mean, I'm glad I read all that stuff because yeah. it, that's how I know. I mean, I was raised very Catholic and I that's how I know that I don't believe in that stuff. Like if I didn't, yeah. if I didn't read it, Gotta I don't know read. the rules to break them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so, Ray, did you do uh, science subjects at school or at college as well? Um, no, I got a <laughs> bachelor of fine arts in printmaking. Yes. Oh, so, cool. Actually, it, it's a tiny bit scientific because like uh, lithography. Right. Oh, uses wow. a stone. Mm-hmm. And then you have to pour chemicals on it. And yeah. Get it to work right. Right. Same so with like, you do all the, all the printmaking or just like block print? Yeah, like, all of it. So you do silk screening like, and all yep. that stuff too? Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh. Lithography. That's awesome. Photogravure. Yeah. Done a lot. That's amazing. Actually, I could just ask now. I get so I, I into that stuff. So, <laughs> That's awesome. I, I didn't know how lithography works. Is it just printing something onto stone that won't etch away when you put some other chemical on it? And that would lead, or what's Pretty the, much, yeah. It's so? it's limestone. It's like a really specific kind of limestone. And uh, then, yeah, you, you coat it in oil, essentially, the spots that you want to print, and then you etch away around it. But it's so, you know, like a wood carving, you go really deep, and you right. can see it. But like a litho stone is just like so tiny Very, so narrow, incremental yeah, yeah and it will like the interesting thing is it holds old designs so sometimes you'll be printing and like a design from like 50 years ago will pop up oh like shrouded turin style oh yeah kind of. it's very wow. ghostly very that's awesome yeah it's pretty wow. do you ever find awesome. like like messages from someone who was locked in the room <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that was when i dropped out of school when I got that. that's when i learned there was no guy <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> and we met the next day <laughs> Yeah, great stories that um, we just made up in our heads. <laughs> <laughs> should we do a quick science quiz or just get to stories? I think we think? should just get to stories. Let's right. Yeah. Let's well, look. as you guys know, we, we go over just the week's news uh, in science and uh, get your take on it. And there's some doozies this week. It's been a big I, week in science. Big week in science. Well, this one, I'm, I think I'm going I'm to start with this story, which isn't is more of a technology slash spy slash terrorist story than a pure science story. I thought we'd ease ourselves in with this one, but the Egyptian Coast Guard has uh, caught three scuba divers who are in the act of trying to cut a major underwater telecommunications cable off the coast of Alexandria. They were basically trying to cut off all of Egypt's internet (laughs) 
with by scuba diving, scuba diving with with scissors. Uh, That's how easy it is. Just wow. one cable. I thought wow. for sure you were going to talk about a mummy. No. That's apparently, no, I, that's apparently how sophisticated my knowledge of Egypt wanna, is. <laughs> I didn't want to be spoiled on the newest James Bond movie. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, is The Rock is, involved? This is the future of terrorism. This should be the next James Bond movie plot point because that's like you can't, you can cripple. A country. If you can do something that major, yeah, because the internet's now like the the weird thing. It sort of surprised me a bit reading the story because I thought the whole point of the the way the internet was originally designed, the whole uh, the whole point of it was it was designed to be a, a network that had no single weak point. Right, like it was it was distributed. The whole point of the internet, the original the original thing when it was designed by the defense contractors, is that it's all distributed across a network. And the information can find various different paths from one point to another. So if you take out one station, it can still transfer. And the internet's great too. You can learn things like how to pronounce "distributed." Um, yeah, <laughs> I think that. Um, I think. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> well, no, I, but it is weird. There are countries that just don't have it. Don't have our internet, like North North Korea and China. Well, well they have also, a closed network. And even like the bigger countries as well, like. There's basically major cables that run under the oceans and run under the seas that still carry most of the information. So if you put a knife through them, you're basically cutting off the internet to a country. Okay, what about this conspiracy theory? Because I constantly am talking about this to Rhea, and she thinks I'm completely insane. But, okay, so now we're storing all of our information remotely via, like, the cloud. In the cloud. And so not just are there cables. But people are cloud seeding. What does it mean? (laughs) (laughs) What I was going to say is that, so those those physical machines that that actually have that data, like, it's no longer in our house, but it is still... Somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. And those those places are many football... They're huge, huge, huge buildings that now, like, if you took that out... Yeah. Now they are... We're done. Well, they are... You'd have to take several of them out again because again the way that these major cloud networks work is they have the information shared and there's redundancy in the system sure so the same information is cut into pieces and split between lots of different things and doubled up and tripled up but i think it's i guess it's just like the idea that i feel like so many of us think think of the cloud as like now it's not physically anywhere right it's everywhere it's magically and, and nowhere nothing can ever be destroyed and it's like no no it's oh no it can still like be destroyed still somewhere no, and a that gigantic- is a very specific Really place, hot building yeah. in New Mexico yeah, totally. that has a lot of air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of your photos. That's a good point. Like, I, I, have, I put so much faith in Google that, uh, yeah, my life could be destroyed if, if they... Yeah, if yeah, Google I mean, just it's... sort of goes like, I'm sorry, well, the, the Google janitor spilt some lemonade <laughs> in all Dude, of our information. Can you imagine that fucking IT guy? The, like, cloud building guy? Like, just the bitterness? Yeah. Like, IT guy, it's a nightmare. Is so, it? It just attracts really angry people. Cloud computing attracts we're angry all, people. No, no, no. I, I, IT people. Because we're all stupid. Like that. It, they're just everything is like they're so they're so like Aspergersy in that way. They're so in that it's just like I, they're they're never friendly. Well, I think maybe it's maybe it's like that same <laughs> that listeners. feeling of if you can't com- if you no, know so much know about, about computers themselves. and then you're talking to somebody who. No, who like only experiences computers as like a keyboard that you touch. That, yeah. that must be the most frustrating. It's like well, a car mechanic, but that works at an office surrounded by cars that are constantly breaking down all day long. Mm-hmm. Just like I don't know how to 
fix my car. Come yeah. over here. My car's I've, I've broken. I've been turning my no, wheel left and yeah, right, but exactly. it's not going forward. Yeah. They're just like, you don't have any tires on your car. Well, and I'm sure so most, that's the problem. And I'm sure most of the things are extremely easy fixes, which would really frustrate them, yeah. too. It'd be like, oh, you didn't turn it on, you dick. It's like a huge like, knowledge gap. Yeah, you right? did. Um, right. Yeah, you, you put toast in it again. Like you just put toast in your. You can't put toast in that thing. I know it looks like the thing in your kitchen that you put to, you put bread in and it makes toast, but that's not. Yeah. That's not what that's for. Yeah, that's a fracking toaster. That's what that is. Yeah. So so is it, it's really that easy though. I still can't believe there's it one really cable and, and look it gets it gets broke. Firstly, it, it's a target to te- for terrorism. It's a target for just uh, metal thieves. Like the way on a, on land, people steal copper all the time because copper's valuable. Yes, the deep sea meth heads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, all those all those meth heads with scuba gear. <laughs> Once I get my certification, man, it's going to be <laughs> nothing so but much. I could just take this scuba gear money and buy meth, but man. <laughs> I actually pictured like a really old meth head sea turtle. You know, that's just lived so many lives that it's just like, I've done everything else. And so now I'm into like this. A sea turtle in like a tattered wife beater. Yeah. Swimming around and a yeah. bandana around his yeah. little yeah. tiny turtle head. Wow. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that fix- that breaks them as well, quite often, is just fishing boats. Like tra- ships, anchors, and fishing nets tra- and trawlers sometimes just drag cables up and snap them. Which was apparently responsible for most of Asia's internet outages between 2000 and 2009. I don't wow. know why that stopped sushi. around 2010. Wow. Where are they getting their Ethernet cables? Because, like, I can give them a link to get some stronger Ethernet cables. Yeah. <laughs> just snap one. <laughs> Somebody uses scissors. Somebody's just a plastic Ethernet cable. It's <laughs> yeah. a single one going yeah. 5,000 miles across the ocean. So I guess around the door. <laughs> so I guess it is sort of the same as, the you know, the transatlantic cable. Which is for what? Well, they well, tried to do that. Was it 1895? The very first telegraph cable, yeah. yeah the first telegraph cable oh, across yeah. the ocean. Oh, it wasn't a zip line? No. That would no. be a really awesome zip line. It would be a huge, crazy <laughs> zip line. But, but one side would have to be... Imagine how tall it would have to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you'd have to start in outer space to cross an ocean. Um, That's got to be the next challenge, like the next Red Bull challenge. <laughs> yeah, the zip line across an ocean. <laughs> the outer space. Like, you have to get like a weather balloon up in the first place. <laughs> Sure, sure. They give you two two liters of Red Bull before you do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, they would just go- regress, and then the next is like, how high can they jump a BMX? Like, <laughs> man will chop 15 feet one day. Wow. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. It really does seem that easy. Well, not that easy because they're obviously, they got they caught. So it's got yeah. to take some effort. And I think they do have sensors on the, like all the way across the cable, they have sensors that go off if, they, if they're being fiddled with. Which I'd imagine go off quite a lot with just fish hitting them, as, yeah. like a crab hitting well, them. I, you know, I, I still imagine, though, uh, any sort of... Uh, well, I mean, since these guys were... were, were I mean, since, since these people were scuba divers, I assume it wasn't that deep. But I still imagine, like, a 10-foot in diameter cable to be like an ocean cable. Oh, yeah, this will be like a huge pipeline. Like a crazy rebar-enforced... Uh, yeah, I'd imagine it's like yeah, a like I'd pipeline. imagine they had something a bit more than just like a hacksaw or like garden <laughs> shears. They probably right. had some like heavy duty, right? But I don't think equipment. of it as like a cable. Like one of these cords just happens to be no. It'll be it'll be ocean. it'll be surrounded in some quite heavy duty metal. You know, if they've got like sensors, it must be really hard to sneak up on those underwater because you can't like Mission Impossible no exactly into the room or anything. You got to come in from an angle. You have to, and then you're the yeah, tides you go down are too affecting quick. you. Yeah. yeah. There's a general flotation problem. I just Googled this, and um, 
I, I have a map here that looks and like it, it is might pronounced be. distributed. <laughs> no. Um, Ten minutes ago. Oh, this is awesome! I found I found a map that uh, sort of details in in broad strokes the uh, network of underwater fiber optic sea cables, and it looks like um, there are a ton going from the east coast of the U.S. to Europe. Um, fewer across the, the Pacific. Yeah. So they still have redundancy built in, and even this yeah. article even said that if they did manage to cut the cable, it would only disrupt Egypt's internet services by about fifty percent. That's still it wouldn't, but it's, a but massive it's amount. Heavy yeah. Yeah. That's still half. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's still bad. So many people bummed not getting to finish but House it, of Cards. It, <laughs> it looks like there's just one giant cable that circles the entire continent of Africa, then has little. Uh, spokes that jut into certain parts of it, where like the rest of the, the oceans have these thick, thick, thick lines in this one map. Which, I, if I remember to, I, I'll put it up. Fine, I'll, for once, I'll put up a picture on our Tumblr of something we talked about. But um, yeah, it looks like Africa would be pretty easy to disable internet-wise. So what? What was the motive? Did they talk about any motive there for uh, for distributing? They're not fans of destroying people. Egypt's internet. I mean, I know that the Arab Spring and everything. I mean, they're they're very. Um, um, let's see. I mean, it's there's a lot of. Turmoil. I'm going to let you tra- of trail off while I look it up. <laughs> keep, keep talking. Keep going. Uh, it looks like they suspect... And I'm just talking until I can bring it up again. Well, I would assume it was pretty fascist people that did that. Right? Oh, their motives are unclear. Sorry. Sorry, listeners. No no good payoff for that. But uh, Well, you have to take off the diving mask first. To figure out what... <laughs> <laughs> the motives are going to be unclear. You can't, you can't just question some guy in a scuba suit. <laughs> it's going to be like Scooby-Doo. Like once <laughs> right. Like, oh, it just yeah. turns out that they just like scuba diving and cutting things. <laughs> Cleopatra! <laughs> just, um. just his two hobbies. Um, wow. Annie, have you got another sure, story got for us? Another, damn right I do. Do you guys know what fairy rings are? Nope, but Nobody I want to. knows what a fairy ring is? Jesse? Well, I guess I showed it to you before we you showed, taped, yeah, but yeah. Uh, I'd never heard of it. But we're roommates, you know? We're roommates. We talk about fairy rings sometimes. <laughs> I uh, had never heard of this either before seeing this story. Um, yeah, it's, it's a phenomenon in the uh, Namib Desert uh, in Africa that consists of where there, are, where there are prairies that have grass. There are sometimes these, it looks like about six feet across or larger, um, circles with no growth. And then at the out, outside of them, there's a ring with more plant growth. And from above, it looks like some kind of man-made it looks like it couldn't be a natural phenomenon because it's so perfectly circles and they're so large and there's no vegetation inside them and i guess it's been a, a long-standing debate about what caused these and some people thought they were radioactive soil or toxic debris left by plants no one thought it was fairies nobody thought it was fairies at why are they point, called fairy circles must have thought they were fairies surely someone thought it was fairies somebody at some point thought that fairies Former were involved. internet hotspots like <laughs> a bunch of cables that were cut <laughs> Uh, but it turns out termites might be the cause of this, uh, and it's still not definite yet. But um, the theory is that these insects eat the grass roots that were in that area, that which kill the plants um, before they can sprout. And then without any foliage for water to uh, get soaked up by the waters retained in the ground, helping the termites survive the dry conditions. And then um, their burrows make the soil more, soil more porous, which allows rainwater to fill in that area. Um, again, reducing the amount of water lost from the surface. And then around the edges, there's still extra water, so then the vegetation nearby grows up even stronger. So I love that story because so, I love any story where like the initial res- uh, reaction or explanation is like, I mean, again, as a theology major, is like, it's fairies! <laughs> and then it's actually just a little the picture. worst bug. Like, it's a disgusting termite, and mm. it's not anything So if you're in the Namib beautiful. Desert... And you see a fairy. Wow, that's amazing. You know, you see a fairy circle. Poke a straw in there. 
Yeah. You get some water. Get some water. Yeah, this is like a survival tip for a little uh, survival tip for when you're transverse traversing the Namib. And if you Google fairy rings, it also brings up a lot of circles of uh, mushroom growth in grassy fields, which I don't know if that's related. I think that's fairy ring mushrooms, which is another thing, yeah. It's oh, okay. a picture of the whole... Th- it's pretty crazy. Wow. If you Google oh, fairy yeah. rings desert, then you'll get the good stuff. Yeah, so but it turns it looks out... It's a bit like a Bugs Bunny cartoon. It, does. it looks like the movie Holes, starring Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Early Shia LaBeouf vehicle. Mm. Holes. <laughs> Is Sigourney Weaver in that too, I think? She is. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. I never saw it. I just know who's in it. That's uh-huh. my knowledge uh-huh. of movies. There is one one person uh, who disagrees, by the way. I should point this out. There's a dissenting voice from Walter Schnicknell. Don't like Schnicknell, him. Who's a biologist from Florida State University in Tallahassee, uh, which I performed at once. They were very nice, uh, but I didn't meet Walter. Uh, <laughs> you didn't meet Schnicknell? I didn't meet, I didn't meet mm. Schnickel. Uh It was a Schnickel-free gig. But uh, he he's previously published work on fairy circles, and he suspects that Jurgens, uh, who's the writer of this research, is confusing correlation with causation. And he said it's more plausible that the grass died of other causes and was then consumed by termites. Uh, he says, but um, wow, I wanted so bad Rowing for the down. one dissenting voice to be just like a woman in Iowa. Yeah, I I'm just like this. I'm pretty sure it's fairies. Like <laughs> all I wanted was that to be included in the Let scientific me direct research. You. <laughs> Let me direct <laughs> you to my decorated lunchbox, exactly. which has. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the tiny fairy garden I have in my backyard, but I have over two hundred bumper stickers. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, glitter painting that I did is pretty compelling evidence. <laughs> Uh, but um, oh. Lowe, who's also one of the original researchers, uh, one of these uh, disagrees with uh, Stinkel. Uh, <laughs> I love science great. battles. I, I know. Who points to photographs that Jurgens took showing that the termites nestling in the roots of plants that are still alive. Oh. Is, and he said, this is as good as you can get. Stick it's it to very Stinkle. Strong so their names are Jurgen and Stinkel? And Lowe. Yay. And Lowe. And Lowe. And Lowe. What, what a great group of science names. Jurgen, Stinkel, and Lowe. That yeah. gives, that gives uh, uh, faith justice. In yeah, that's what I, was my, my second minor. It's like the, they're like the ABBA of that. They're like yeah. the 70s Scandinavian group that was the main competitor uh, of faith justice. Final paragraph, I have to add it from the New Scientist article, which is where he first found these fair, this Ferrering story. Uh, Jurgens said he cannot exclude the possibility that there could still be an unknown invisible bacterium, Thank fungus, you. or AKA fairy. <laughs> Pow! But so far, none has shown itself. Mm. Uh, so there's still a chance. And then he just played the movie Fern Gully for, yeah. the, for the seminar that he was at. Who said Northern German uh, scientists didn't have a sense of humor? What, Not what if, me. I mean, what if fairies were real? They discover them here, but they're all just like sub-Saharan African like grass eaters that's yeah, all they do just, it's just weird like it's not it's not the like image we have they're just like but termites they, but they they're are still <laughs> they are insects but they do speak English and in rhyme like everything they do they fly and they speak English and put in little rhyming couplets but they just eat grass and fuck up your crops and they carry malaria and they bite you they live off of human <laughs> blood and they, they, they carry yeah, well diseases. it's like the like the fairy in Pan's Labyrinth I was just gonna say that yeah with the weird leaf wings yeah which is very cool and creepy. Very and cool whole and movie creepy. movie is beautifully cool and creepy well, looking. Or have you seen Don't Be Afraid of the Dark with Katie Holmes? No. Oh. no. It's a horror movie, and I'm kind of giving away a little bit, but it's basically the bad thing. Was there something in the dark? 
There was. <laughs> but should it's you or this. should you not be afraid of it? You should. The moral was that you okay, should probably. got it. Because so then it's a, like a tooth, kind of a the misdirection. Tooth, fairy, tooth fairies are real, but they're these malevolent things that, that live off of human bones You're and teeth. You're kidding me. Yeah. No, How old was no. she when she made this? Like what Like what age range are we talking this about? Are we like talking about Dawson's? Last five or? years. Oh, last what? five years. It's also produced by Guillermo del Toro. It's not directed by him. But, oh, uh, wow. I'm so I embarrassed that I don't know about it then. It looks a little Pan's Labyrinth-y. But I would recommend it. And it doesn't even ruin anything to know that it's a little bit about tooth did you guys see the orphanage? No, yeah, I, like I can't produced. really watch scary things. Honestly, I can't. I can't watch like jump scare. I don't like the shock scare, any of that. I don't like the torture porn stuff. Mm. Um, that's just what they call it. Yes. Oh yeah. I know. Not, yeah. I didn't want anyone. To- <laughs> Eli Roth. The porn stuff. I like yeah. to watch is not torture. <laughs> right. For me. Yeah. That's what you meant, right? <laughs> yeah. But yes. Yeah, for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but but like, I, well, I mean, you guys haven't seen it, but uh, a movie like The Orphanage just very chilling. Just chilling, you know? It's chilling. How does it make you feel about being alone in an apartment at night? Or like, like for instance, being in a bathroom and the curtain is closed on the shower. Can you still be in there? Most. Because if so, fuck, I can't. I can't. No, no, no. I get it. I can't do it. I get it. You still can. Most Del Toro movies would make you scared of uh, being somewhere like um, Earth. A, a derelict boy's home. Um, during the Spanish Civil War, and right, that's right, it. Right. There, it's, it's ex- exclusive to that period. Well, also, or like a, or like a big demon with a right hand of doom. That's another thing that they can really. Yeah, come I, right I of. couldn't, I couldn't go anywhere near one of those after watching that film. <laughs> mm. Hellboy really put you off, yeah. off of hell, children. off of hell, <laughs> off of yeah. demons with right hands of doom. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm always like that. Mm. Have I you guys, ever. have you guys seen uh, Cloud Atlas? I have yes. yes. What did you? What God? Craziness. First of all, I only went to see it because Doug Benson was interrupting it. Um, but that uh, one of the Hugh Grant characters just looked like Hellboy played by Phil Spector. Remember the old <laughs> Roger Daltrey looking? <laughs> yes, dude? yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Totally unnecessary and terrifying. Like t- the old makeup they put on him made his head so giant, that- so huge. Well, also, uh, oh my God, how am I forgetting his name right now? Hugo um, Matrix. Thank you. Uh, he just looks like a leprechaun in that movie. Yeah, that was the weird, they, a leprechaun, they, a ridiculous leprechaun. And Nurse Ratchet. And the, actually, I think that whole movie is pretty rad, actually. Like, I yeah. kind of love a lot of the special effects. I think a lot of the visuals are really amazing. But then just in the middle of it, a leprechaun, like an a leprechaun actual leprechaun. Tom Hanks can see. <laughs> but he looks kind of like a guy from Rusted Root, maybe. Or <laughs> yeah, something. he does. Like, he looks like he's down to party yeah. or eat yeah. grilled cheese or whatever. Eat yeah. like cheese or whatever. Yeah. Or Some devil Literally, sticks. he'll do anything. He'll eat Cameron, that's how Cameron just judges whether someone's a good guy. Well, that's, I, it sounded to me like that's how Cameron judges someone parties. <laughs> He's down to party, eat grilled cheese, whatever. No, but he just looks like this very specific kind of person that's going to like a like a four day music festival, yes, yes. and they're going to buy grilled cheeses. They didn't bring any food, but they know that the other people yeah. there need the grilled cheeses to be sold so that they can support their children, like that are being raised on fish songs only. Ta- Yes, we all know what I'm sure. talking about, no, right? I get it. I, Tattered I top things. hat, fingerless gloves. Yeah. Oh, wow, like, that's the leprechaun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it. It's like it's almost like a uh, really into fire Tom dancing. Should yeah. I see the movie? That's the. It's yes. so bonkers. You should see it. Yeah. You should okay. see it. Yeah. It's like for a, as a way it's of understanding what's happening right now in sure. like visual effects. See it for that reason. I thought okay. you were going to make some tie into like our current sociopolitical <laughs> no, climate no. or something. I was like, whoa. What's well, it does have to do with being a transgendered, <laughs> futuristic person that gets. Well, I mean, the whole thing's like about uh, identity and whether or not. We're okay where we are. So then right. it was made by a trans 
I have to think there's a tie in there. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's right. One of the one Wachowski, of the Wachowskis. Yeah. Wachowskis. Yes. Lena. Lana. Lena. Lana. Lana. Yep. Lana. Lana. Yeah. Lana. Now, what was the name before Lana? What was, was it the- Andy? Maybe. Uh, I think it was Larry. Oh. But- yeah, because normally you still go first initial for identity. I'm not sure that's always the case. I think or that's often that's the case. No, that's normally the case because it's uh, it's like if you go into witness protection, uh, you keep your same initials. Are you equating? Transitioning <laughs> with going into I am not. I am not at all. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not. Whoa. I'm not equating it. I'm, I am. We're equating. walking on a fairy circle field here. We're <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, that's not the parallel I'm drawing. The parallel mm. is with with um, maintaining a sense of identity, um, a sense of yourself. If you go through a big shift, um, and especially one that would involve a change of identity. Such as changing your gender or being in witness protection. If you went into witness protection, would you check, would you keep an initial J? You're supposed to. That's like one of the rules in the U.S. when you go into witness protection. Huh. Yeah. It's so, one of the rules. So well, now we know went, how so to break that code. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It narrows down who you're looking for by a 26th. <laughs> That's it. I didn't actually know that. If you're a bad guy, because it'll it'll really fuck with your head. Like a lot of people, mm. um, witness protection actually has a pretty low success rate. Because so many people can't even stick to the program. Well, I thought witness protection is probably also a low success rate because you have to immediately cut off all contact with everyone you ever knew in your life and cared about. <laughs> well, that, your life well, becomes quickly terrible. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is like it's it's really hard. To, a lot of people just make contact and stuff, and then yeah. they can't do it. I mean, in my case, I just moved to America and started doing stand up. But oh, I, know. I know. But before Mike. Kershaw <laughs> was a was a real sack of shit. I forgot to mention you keep, yeah. the, you keep your last name. You yeah, keep yeah, you keep, yes. just keep the last name. A lot of your same facial characteristics, but then a complete and total uh, just. But a, they yeah. make you move at least a mile away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't be within a one mile radius of your original place, so but, it's but, pretty safe. That's really. what, that's why I was equating it though. Is just the name change. Yeah. yeah. Normally, is a similar sounding name. Hmm. Does that make sense? Is anyone pretending to be offended? Oh, nobody is offended. <laughs> I just, I just wanted, to, I wanted to cut it off at the pass. Just, ad- just addressing, just no, addressing. No, sure, sure. Before, before, because uh, we don't before, know each other that well. Yeah. So maybe, maybe there maybe was a weird rant coming. It could have been anything. Maybe there was. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, get it. I mean, <laughs> I trust you and like you, but I also <laughs> that's where like Jesse, well Jesse, just taking that opportunity to just suddenly become incredibly transphobic. Yeah. <laughs> right. And this is why they're tricksters. Like, hang on a second, Jesse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Tricksters. <laughs> Tricksters. Like trolls under bridges who are just going like, to swindle you by telling get have some riddle that you can't solve and then they get your money. No one really does the ri- like under bridge riddle thing. Like, that's Not in a while. Not that's in a while. Brought back. Yeah. In days of yours. Like, I think I'd be impressed if someone like if someone just leapt out at me on the street and just threw a riddle at me. Um, and then we're beholden I guess the, to- the big under the bridge riddle is uh, why are the chili peppers so successful? <laughs> uh, that's a good one. It's <laughs> a real good job. Guys, <laughs> make the shirt. She knows how to do it. <laughs> high five. <laughs> Giving you an air high five. That was very good. Uh, Annie, should we do should we do the, this story? It's another bi- it's another natural oh, sciences the, story about the sea hare. Yeah, it's another we, underwater ooh, story. Sea hare, sea hare. You know oh is? my god, sea hare! How do you know what a sea hare? I is? get all kinds of sea hare on the weekends. <laughs> what? Oh, Gross! Boom! Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just bringing it back. Yep. I'm not a fan of sea hare. I think it's a good thing that it's going away. You're not a fan. Do you think now? So. Let's let's talk about this. <laughs> I think, think I know where you're going. Sea hare will make a comeback. Of course it will. Actually, it already has. Okay. When I was in New York like five years ago, uh, this is awesome. I love what you're how you're this starting. Is so this. great. 
keep I'm, going I'm a, when I just I'm had a, to affirm I'm you. I'm a scientist. I like empirical <laughs> evidence. I like heard doing about personal research <laughs> in the field. I'd heard, I'd heard about a trend. And by the field, I mean Brooklyn. <laughs> it's actually more localized than that. It was specifically like the West. It was specifically like, like Chelsea, I think. Or which, uh, uh when you talk about like the the villa, like the East Villa, Chelsea Handler or Clinton? Chelsea Handler. I uh, know the villa. The village. <laughs> like you just a girl named Chelsea. Yeah, it's just this one. I don't Chelsea. know my New York geography. God damn it! When you refer to the village in New York, Lower you're East talking side. about like not the East Side. That's the East, like just Greenwich Village. That's okay, Greenwich Village. Yeah, right. Is that? It's a place. You got it. Yeah, yeah. It's a place. It's on the west Nailing side. We're talking alphabet town. That is Where in are we New talking York. Here? Where like the streets aren't the same or orientation as the rest of it's like an older whatever i think in granite in the village i think it became a thing within the last decade okay that it was like this is coming back you guys we're gonna bring it back sure and my my one data point uh supported that <laughs> my one data point on my trip <laughs> supported that sea hair was, did was you, she happy did being you say to that person <laughs> like hey i'm a scientist <laughs> what's this about <laughs> and did she what? mind being called a data point yeah <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, how did you find out that it was making a comeback? I'd heard it from somebody else. You heard it beforehand. I'd heard it. Uh, I think afterhand. 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 <laughs> <That's not laughs> afterwards. afterwards. You heard it afterwards. <laughs> you heard it afterwards because you were complaining at a bar. I was not okay. In my defense, <laughs> I've gone too far. That's hilarious. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not not a fan. I was just saying that to be uh, whatever. I don't. Well, I'm I don't not care. a fan. I'm not saying that you I had think to have be... told somebody for them I to bring it up. I forgot how it came up, but somehow it came up. I feel like I've gotten too personal. Did you cough? With this. It came up in my coffee, and then I uh, showed it to somebody. And, um, but no, I think it's totally cyclical. I, I'm and a sure feather it came is out. Coming back. Actually, you, you went to, to the doctor. There was a hair in, in your neck. neck. Yeah, yeah. Is that an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where um, there is an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm? Larry got a pube wrapped around his uvula. Yep. So yes. he was like coughing the whole episode. That was the whole arc. Yeah, hilarious. Um, so yes, it's cyclical. Sea hair. And of course, yeah, it'll come back. The yeah. sea hair that we're talking about is different. Well, that's why I wonder if you like get laser removal, if you'll be mad later because you're like, I can't grow it back. Now. I think I was a, thinking that too. Yeah. Like, is this going to have a long term effect on the evolution of the human female? Yeah. In the future, oh, like, well. are we gonna? Well, there was a there was a story not? we covered that was not good science, but that the pubic lice was becoming extinct. But it and but and people want to say it's because nobody has sea hair anymore. But like, it was actually not. <laughs> It's maybe because we have like soap. Yeah. No, I think, it was, I think it was just unrelated. What, what was this? Remember the story we did? I, me- I remember the story said that it was uh, like pubic lice were a, a dying breed because they're just they they're losing their habitats. Like but the, it wasn't, like the cowboy. That's what you want to the I want desperately to go to the zoo that's preserving <laughs> the pubic lice habitat, and you just look through the little window. Oh yeah, my god! Yeah, sure, that's you pop horrifying. a quarter in like yeah, a weird binocular exactly. thing. Sort of. And then, Nickelodeon. You, then you, yeah. then you like just talk to the lady, like, yeah. how'd you get that gig? And she's just like in front of the magnifying glass, like, yeah. Uh, it's reading it's a living. living. It's, it's the worst. <laughs> Pubic Lice Circus started up, somebody. Yeah. Um, so it, it it's going away, but it's not related. Well, I thought that when we talked about this story, it was making the news, and it was one of those like. Did stories. we get a reader writing, a listener rather writing in saying that no, it's a bad story? Even the article that we. It was just like it was too easy to say it was that. Like that was the kind of joke they would make. It was like on on Chelsea lately. It was a panel sub- subject. Like ah, pubic hair is going extinct because everyone's shaving, but it wasn't. Or pu- pubic lice. Well, that's not how things go. Well, but pubic hair. Rhea was talking about the evolution. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. Go ahead. I cut you off. Go for it. No, I was just gonna say I I I, I think it's actually really. This is interesting. Like, cause this I is think, not, by the way, this is still not the actual I know. story. <laughs> no, no, sorry, sorry. Sorry. We're talking about sea hair, then sea hair. I, I think that something like uh, laser tattoo removal is uh, going to be 
Oh, it's gonna be it's gonna move yeah. it's gonna move so quickly in the next ten to twenty years because yeah. all of us are gonna need our tattoos removed yes. when we are old and disgusting. Because have you seen Instagram lately? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Like thirteen year olds, just eighteen year olds. Yeah. yeah, it's gross. So. I wonder if it's going to be something in that field where, like, suddenly, as, as I don't Rio think I'm going to ever want to not have Forever Young tattooed above my butt crack. <laughs> That's what I'm. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna have great laser ta- uh, hair. Uh, we're gonna have great laser tattoo removal. We're also probably gonna have uh, hair transplant technology for for the pubic area, probably. <laughs> but, oh, Which that, think? Okay. but it wouldn't Which influence. Think, oh, for that. But my yeah. uh, but my thing is, it wouldn't in- influence the evolution, though, would it? Like if you, well, if this thing, if you got it removed, if it, you get your pubes lasered off or however they do it, right? I don't, I don't think that you still, yeah, you still have the genes for it, and I don't think it would influence it just because the thing that influences evolution tends to be natural uh, selection. Natural selection, but, but, we're, but people we're, will still fuck you. But yeah. I thought is, you were talking about the lice. You're talking about whether people will evolve. Yes. to not have oh, that's, that's, that's what, what Rio was talking a, about. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that a, wouldn't happen. No, that wouldn't happen. I don't think because even if even if uh, not having hair was a a desirable trait for sexual selection it's something that you can manually change as opposed to like you know your height or your ability to jump right oh man i wish i could i wish i remembered there's like a radio lab story about this though that that listeners should they should tweet at you because i bet somebody has has heard it about some characteristic that actually has been like a chosen characteristic that has carried forth like Mm, because it seems impossible but there is like one instance about it in a radio lab story, I can't remember what the actual instance is. So next, maybe next one's going to be sea hair. Next one's going to be sea hair. Wow. So the other type of sea hair, <laughs> uh, um, yes. which is an underwater creature. Uh, I just thought we're talking about balls now. It's H A R E. The other sea. Oh, like Ugh. a rabbit. Uh, yes, yeah, although like it doesn't look much doesn't like look a rabbit. Yeah. Uh, we'll show An you oceanic a rabbit. Um, Undersea rabbit. But. Uh, Lobsters are do sometimes try to attack this, and when they do, they release uh, the sea hairs release ink, which is one of their defense mechanisms. But they're trying to work out how it works. It's sort of the sticky ink, the sticky goo that they shoot at the lobsters. Uh, and they look kind of like slugs. If you're wondering what these things are like, oh but they were trying to work out how they work, what they do, and it turns out it actually uh, ruins lobsters' sense of smell. It makes it uh, it make it blocks the the lobsters' uh, smell sensors. On the tips of their antennae. Uh, and if they, I had to smell lobster all day, I wouldn't want to smell it either. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> uh, but what they did, they, they tested this. Um, they treated crustaceans with them. Um, they tempted them with shrimp juice. Uh, oh, which delicious. It's always my go-to. It's my Achilles heel. Yep. <laughs> shrimp juice. I lost oh, a lot me. of weight on an all shrimp juice. <laughs> <laughs> They they tempted them with shrimp juice and they painted they tried painting the sensors on the end of their antennae with some of the chemicals from this uh, sea hair sticky secretion. I am just going down a hole of <laughs> <laughs> of innuendo here, uh, but um, but when the when the antennae were gunk free, uh, the neurons fired their their brain neurons fired when they were presented with what they called in this article prawn snacks. But when they were coated with it, they didn't. They were unable to detect the prawn that was placed right in their path. So if you can, spray, if you can spray your gunk all over the end of a lobster's antennae, you may be able to escape certain doom? This was is from it? the Journal of Experimental Biology. Okay. I uh, always find that the way I escape lobsters is just uh, you know, boil them. 
That's a very yeah. good. That's a very right. Or just you know, yeah, just the, take the, your arm out of the tank. That's yeah, good. exactly. Or just rubber bands. Yeah, yeah rubber bands. Yeah, pay, pay the bill. Yeah, there's like one sea hair. <laughs> there's just one sea hair that just has a bunch of rubber bands. It's like, you fucking idiots. There's a better way. <laughs> Wait, I want to see a picture of this little guy. Of oh, the sea hair or the yeah, lobster? The sea hair. Well, here's a video if you want to see the thing spraying the purpleness at the. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll show you this video if it's loading up. Ooh, new scientist. Yeah, this is from NewScientist.com, which we get a lot of our stories from. And once and again, some soothing copyright-free music. Some soothing like organ it. music. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the other way that the that's other... That's the little C... It's okay, get, so got it. There's, there's an arrow literally pointing. Oh, crazy. Yeah, see, there it goes. There goes the goo. It's releasing the goo. Release the goo! The lobster's trying to get it. The goo's going. Like, where'd that lobster... Where's the sea hair gone? So how long the until like, I can't see no sea hair anymore. bartenders start making cocktails out of that oh, goo? Oh, purple stuff? Yeah, like, totally. oh, that well, have you guys have sea hair on the menu? <laughs> have any of you ever tried? I never have, but there's a, there's a berry called Miracle Fruit. You ever heard of this stuff? Doctors don't want you to know about it. Do <laughs> Doctors they? do not want you to know. <laughs> this mom lost 20 pounds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I still, it's one of my favorite things. All of those adverts, just this idea, this, this concept that that, that, Professionals are furious, literally <laughs> right. fuming at this concept. Are you telling me someone told them? Someone told them about the berry? I, a language teacher, refused to accept that you could learn conversational French in a week or two. Because that English is the teachers soul. don't want you to know. I, a professor of linguistics. <laughs> Dentists don't University. want you to know this flossing yeah. secret. I study everything that comes out of a mouth, and if somebody can learn this this quickly. Um, but this thing, this thing, Miracle Fruit, uh, supposedly affects your taste buds to the point that you can then... People have parties where you eat you eat the, this this berry first, this Miracle Berry, and then you eat things... You eat, Things like lemon, and they taste, and it tastes sweet, and like other foods, just take completely changes their flavor. Wow, these are these are like Mormon parties, right? I was going to say, weird. These are like people. It's like don't a pretty have... specific trip. It's yeah. like very. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All these lemons taste like oranges. <laughs> Crazy. Wow. How do you feel about it, Leprechaun from Cloud Atlas? Man, <laughs> Cambridge sounds nuts, man. Yeah. <laughs> Has the Pope come out against this fruit yet, by the way? There's no way this is a condoned fruit by the Catholic um, Church. Actually, I believe uh, one of the... I believe it's going to be used as to canonize Mother Teresa. It's one of her miracles, the miracle the fruit. Miracle yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Has she, is she a saint yet? She's not a saint, but I think they're fast-tracking her. Literally. <laughs> Literally. She's, I think she's, also, she's in the carpool lane. Yeah. She's also responsible for Miracle Whip, I believe. She did some yep. good, good work They're counting that. They are counting yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, I've got a story, speaking of fatty condiments, um, bacteria may be the key to treating obesity without surgery. Ooh, what? Wait, are you talking about, are you talking about so um, weird. Like gut transplants, or what are we talking about here? Uh, yeah, literally removing one person's belly, putting it on another person. No, that's a thing, though. You know that, right? What's that? Gut transplants, It's they take out your... Your be- guts? No, they, they literally, this is literally a thing they that's take happening. take a melon baller. They take, <laughs> okay. they open one person's stomach, they take out, like fecal matter and they put it in another person's intestinal tract because your specific well, that's fauna a weird that's a weird party this i have yeah. your specific flora <laughs> and fauna is, like each person has different bacteria in their yeah. intestinal tract that's and mine specific don't, mine to them don't stink yeah some people's are <laughs> awesome and, mine, and yeah. might affect their 
I'm metabolism. sure this is what it's, this is what it's going to talk about. But it I, might. I, I don't know. If it, but it doesn't. Spe- I've heard about that. I don't know what they call that besides uh, a gut transplant. Poop, yeah, poop I think transplant. it's literally called like yeah. a fecal transplant. But there's no actual organ. It's it's just matter from inside you. Man, yes. they've been doing oh, that man. in Germany yes. for years. Yeah. Man. <laughs> There's a website you can Man, see. there's several websites I can direct you to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't type in fecaltransplant.com. No, That's not, no, it's no, not no, going to no, no, take no, no. you Surely it's named to this. Ever. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely need more than one cup for this one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, with the spike. Yeah. <laughs> that was just a transfusion video. Was that <laughs> that was, uh, uh, this is actually a study they did in mice, that, uh, and, and the methods involved in this study are awesome. Uh, they had they transferred samples of bacteria into healthy mice, which caused them to rapidly lose weight without surgery. Um, but they said that, that couldn't they could not yet explain the mechanism behind the results. And there are differences in the bacteria in the stomachs and intestines of, the, of obese people compared with ones who are normal. Um, and the way they did the study was they got these three groups of obese mice, which, by the way, we talked about before. How do they make the mice <laughs> obese? Is it someone's I job? I think just, they just give them cable. It just yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, one of the groups was given a gastric bypass. One was given a sham operation, as they call it, and a high-calorie diet afterwards. And the one was given the same fake operation, but then fed a low-calorie diet to promote weight loss. And also, what is a sham operation for a mouse? Like, they tell the mouse, oh, you're going to get gastric (laughs) bypass. It's getting all excited for it. They prepare them for surgery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but a week afterwards, the mice who had undergone the real obesity surgery had different bacteria in their guts with an increase in the types usually seen in lean individuals and a drop in the types associated with obesity. So they didn't actually put, they didn't transplant those bacteria from other ones, but the surgery caused them to have more of this good bacteria that was, that was making them lose weight. Um, so they yeah. just implanted some of this good bacteria. No, they didn't. I'm saying the the process of just doing the surgery is that what you're understanding, Matt? I believe so. I think They're I think. The sure. What does the surgery do then? It's just a gastric bypass. So they were just cutting okay. out part of the stomach. But then three weeks after the surgery, those that had the real surgery had lost thirty percent of their body weight, and they had more of this good bacteria in their gut. But this article uses the word gut a lot. For this article. This article. article also says without surgery. That's like well, headline. no, but it's saying if we can figure out why it is that, that that surgery promoted that bacteria to be in their guts. They say guts so much. Right. Um, I can't wait for Jamie Lee Curtis to get on board with this. Right, right. These, act, these active cultures. Well, I think that is actually what they're trying to do eventually is like figure out. So yeah. if if somebody is obese or somebody is thin and then they have different Why'd bacteria? you point to me and then Andy when you did that? Yeah, yeah well, I'm t- I just... No, that was like a weird hand went, movement. But no, but I'm a little sorry. subconscious. A little subconscious. <laughs> The shoes You're, on the other everybody's foot now, very isn't it? thin here, but uh, anyway, I think that they're probably going to have pills. This is like what they're know. moving towards yeah. is like not actually having to do the transplant, but just figure out what's in that one person's gut and then give it, make a pill for that, and then eventually, some people get thin for a while, and then we have invent the Dorito that overcomes the process of thinness and we're right. just all fat Until again. We can, yeah. that's, right. that's, I think that's the process that's that going to happen about, about the time sea hair comes back. Right, it's yeah. going to be like a weird We're going to get cyclical. all of our sea hair retransplanted. <laughs> we're going to get skinny and then refatted. <laughs> and also, I forgot to mention, at the end of this thing, there is a transplantation. Um, I'm going to pretend that this isn't a mistake I like, that I made because I, I didn't like, read it. I'd like to think of the end, it just says period and then just says gut, period. Gut. Like it just says it one more time. <laughs> a little more gut. gut. So after that surgery produced that bacteria that lost them the weight... They then did do the transplant of that bacteria into some of the other groups, and they lost a significant amount of weight. Well, there's the, yeah, that's the so science. That, that's the that's the find. Well, no, I mean, like it's it's also the fact that just doing the surgery created that bacteria. That's an odd thing, isn't it? Airplane well, alert! But they said there was already 
different types of bacteria in the obese versus high metabolism? Well, no, they were saying these are all obese mice. In one of the groups, we gave them real surgery. One, we gave fake surgery. And one, we gave uh, just fake surgery. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's a lock-solid experiment. I'm not, like, questioning the experiment. I just don't really understand the logic. Well, they were just saying that they found they lost weight, and also when they analyzed their guts, that there were these bacteria <laughs> present in the ones that got the surgery that wasn't you present. You've got to analyze them guts. Guts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to get way up in them guts. Gotta get you've you got to seed. analyze the fuck out of them guts, son. Yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, once they had that group that was losing weight and had this bacteria, that was the surgery group. So it wasn't like this group was skinny because they had this bacteria already. Then they took some of the bacteria out. Am I right, Matt? Are you reading this? Yeah, I believe I, I believe that's okay. Like after they did the first round of the experiments, the next thing they did was then they transplanted some of the bacteria into some fat, non-operated mice, and those mice started to get thinner. This doesn't have anything to do with them not eating as much post-surgery or anything like that. No, like I don't same, know if the placebo just, effect works as well in animals. That I think that's why they had that group. I think that's why they had the group B mice. That one that we were asking, like, what's the, the, the sham, sham surgery? surgery? That's to test for that. That's to control for that. Okay. Yeah, so they, they think they're getting surgery. But I mean, yeah, realistically, they, that is, you know, the body must react to the surgery in some way. So maybe they just cut them open and sewed them back up like C. Everett Coop, like a maniac. I guess that's probably what the <laughs> sham said. C. Everett Coop. <laughs> were you on that episode when I talked about no, that? No. C. Everett Coop, the Surgeon General under Reagan, used to do exploratory surgery on stray cats when he was a teenager. Holy. He would just put, put uh, like ether in a sterilized trash can and knock out the cats, open them up, look around, sew them back up. He never lost a cat. But that's what crazy. The, well, that is that's in line with a lot of because now it's all like regulated, and you go to medical school. But if we actually <laughs> knew what people like on the frontier did to train themselves to be oh, doctors, yeah, yeah, it totally. would be all that shit. And like, but maybe yeah. people. I used to open up my sister all the time. She started back, never lost her. No. Never <laughs> once, not even well one time I lost her. It's but, like when you're a tattoo artist and you first like be- practice on a ham, and then you practice on your own leg, right? And right. Your friends and stuff before you're out like on like members of the public right. pay. Exactly. You know, it's interesting. My uh, my mother is a um, doctor and does a, does some work with Doctors Without Borders, and they do this all the time in um, places like like in Africa and uh, a lot of war torn countries, refugee countries, things like that. Where there's not enough, uh, there aren't enough surgeons. There's very rarely enough surgeons, right? Um, for things like uh, amputating after gangrene or, or shrapnel or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not enough surgeons. So what they do is they train, they'll send out a surgeon that just trains anybody how to do the surgery, and then they'll just set up a little clinic. So it'll be people that, like, you know, don't, they didn't even go to more than two years of wow. school, but they're just these tribes people. But, but they, they just know how to do a specific type of surgery. They know, they're very good at just this thing. Like, it turns out, like, you, you don't need the 20 years of medical school. You can just... It, it is a lot simpler, I think. You can just kind of open someone but, up. Well, and, I think basic surgery is relatively simple. It's just it's when anything potentially goes wrong that suddenly you need 10 years of medical training to work out what the hell's happened and... Sure, and heart solve surgery, it. brain surgery, and things like that are... But yeah. Yeah, but I think getting a bullet out probably, or something... It sounds like we need to bring this into the IT world yeah. as well. You <laughs> know what I mean? Take a little burden off those IT guys. Yeah. Make them less bitchy. Just yeah. like, train everybody overseas. in like yeah. simple troubleshooting. Yeah. Set up a clinic. I didn't mean to like generalize earlier. I just I've, yeah found them to be a very angry group. Yeah, um, <laughs> no, no, I'm, no, Jesse, I, it's I'm clear being... you dislike transsexuals yeah. and people that work in information technology, and that's your thing. That, that's okay. Just Some a side note: when I first heard like the Doctors Without Borders, like as a concept, I didn't, I didn't really know what that was. I thought at first it was they a bit only like, shop at Barnes and Noble. I thought it was. <laughs> 
It was a bit like sort of doctors without boundaries. Yeah, I dated, <laughs> These doctors are I dated down, one of them, bro. I dated one of them. She's a lot, very clingy. A, yeah, a lot of them date. Yeah. date really young patients. You know what I mean? Just, just like no boundaries. Yeah, they'll no just boundaries. they'll just like re- this they'll, is my they'll mom, treat you. They guys. will treat you well, but they will rest their hand on your leg and look at you uncomfortably. <laughs> they'll just call you at work and stuff. It's like, come on, yeah. this was not what we agreed yeah, to. Turn your head and come. I did. <laughs> It's all a house calls right all the in time. the spittoon. Just name it over there. <laughs> spittoons in Africa, right? Yeah. Oh, I think we have time for one one final story. <laughs> sure, one more. Let's do it. Um, and I thought I'd chuck this one in because it's not a, a biology story. Uh, this is uh, geoscience, I guess. Um, the Oklahoma there was an Oklahoma earthquake that was linked to oil extraction and wastewater. <laughs> so this is a man-made earthquake. Um, scientists have linked uh, the underground injection of oil drilling wastewater to a magnitude 5.7 earthquake in 2011 that struck uh, the U.S. state of Oklahoma. So um, I didn't know like this was a thing that potentially happened, but uh, according to this BBC article, uh, wastewater injections from drilling operations have been linked to seismic events in the past, but these have been typically much smaller quakes, uh, and they tended to occur in the first weeks or months of injection. But there's a study in, in Geology, uh, the journal, suggests that induced seismicity can occur years after wastewater injection began. Um, so this was uh, near the town of Prague in the Wilzetta oil fields. Uh, some 18 years earlier, uh, they first they started to inject wastewater into the ground. And in November 2011, this series of quakes that included three of magnitude five or greater. So basically, we're fucking up the world. That's what the story is. We are ruining... I'm almost starting to think that oil drilling might not be uh, a good thing well, for. Uh, I'm not ready to say that yet. No, I know you don't want to. I know, I know you're out on a limb. But. You don't want to tip your hand so too early. So why yeah. is anybody surprised by that though? That's what's funny about it. It's like there, there was a, there was a very specific formation of the world in this one place and then we took a bunch of other shit we just took yeah. a bunch and of lube put and put there. lube in we just lubed and then it, it was we, just kind of weird because <laughs> then there was an there was well, we an first remove stuff like yeah. a like a jenga game right like we first took right. stuff out from the bottom and then we just just inject lubricant we, into those tectonic plates i mean if we did this with our houses that would be essentially like i buried a ton of trash in my living room <laughs> and then like the house caved in i don't know if it was the hole or the fact that i left it there but uh, the house did not wow. stand Oh. It's idiotic. Uh, We're is so there stupid. even any? This article doesn't even really have any suggestions of alternative. I guess like, can the wastewater not be dumped underground? Or well, well, here's the thing that is is like an important story uh, about it is uh, the thing that is surprising. The study co-author um, from Columbia University, Jeffrey Abers or Abers, I'm not sure which, uh, said uh, there's something important about getting unexpectedly large earthquakes out of small systems that we've discovered here. Um, adding that uh, the risk of humans inducing large earthquakes from even small injection activities is probably higher than had been believed. Hmm. We're screwed. We're basically <laughs> screwed is what this means. So, you know, maybe maybe now just like digging or watering your plants could... No, it wouldn't. It sounds like a lot of power. I feel could drunk induce, with the power. Of induce that. seismicity? But, uh, yeah, we could, we, could, we could cause... Um, how does Superman do it again? I'm yeah. trying to remember. <laughs> Have they said that there's any risk that getting some C could induce seismicity? <laughs> Is that a thing if we all got C at the same time? I really want this to catch on. You guys, I, think, I want this to be a saying after this episode. I think yeah. cults have tried that. There's definitely some cults that have thought that, like, yeah, hey, if we all simultaneously, let's light candles, all pile into the same room, and maybe we can make world events happen. Let's or- just make a bag of sand. 
plop it in there, you know, like uh, Indiana Jones in, yeah. in the beginning of Raiders of the yeah. Lost Ark. Just, you know, quickly just shove saying, it in grab there. Grab the monkey, put the sand. Yeah, grab oh, the yeah. idol, put yeah. the sand in there. They've done a lot of, um, they have done a lot of, like, tried to figure out how to stop earthquakes just by plugging the plates. Really? Yeah. Just Wait, if you, they, you're talking about like humans or things in movies? My cousin like Randy. No. <laughs> I was wondering what he's been doing. No. He's out a, there. Yeah. He's out there. Plate plugging, just doing some plate plugging, guys. Man, it's going to work, man. Plate is Randy just borders? the per- Whenever you say they, it's always Randy. Like when you say they say, it's Randy. It's, it's always Randy, Randy. yeah. No, um, scientists, uh, geologists have... It, it, it's right. It currently can't be done. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they want to figure out, I mean, obviously, how to stop earthquakes. Oh, that's uh, like the geology version of, like, putting a matchbook underneath your wobbly restaurant table. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I that. wonder if, like, that actually makes me more nervous, because if it's supposed to happen, I believe... If I it, feel like, wouldn't you want it to happen? I mean, they have maybe to be I'm, able to move, because... Maybe just, I'm silly. You said, like, gluing plates together so they'll never move again kind of thing? Because that I seems dangerous, yeah, too. Yeah, I don't Eventually, know. they're going to have to move. Right. right? But I do feel like that's they kind of a attention. human solution, is, like, yeah. like you're saying, it's, it's always to just be like... Well, wait, earthquakes are happening. What if we just stop stuff from moving and then, yeah. like, the world implodes or whatever? You know, like, well, they're saying they we, can't do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, it was, it's definitely been um, thoroughly discussed, I think, in those yeah. communities. Like, shims? Shims. Trying to get some shims in get there. Get some, some shims, shims in there. Yeah. I do believe they, I, they have tried actually the opposite, which is like with uh, the San Andreas fault, where they, they're like, they've tried putting water in there as a lubricant so that if it does shift, it's not going to be as violent an action. Right. Hmm. I guess I'm saying, like, do you think any of this is actually possible? It feels like the world is, the Earth, the actual Earth, uh-huh. is maybe something that we can't control as much as we try to. And I know we're building on it, and so now earthquakes are terrible because terrible things happen. But like, it just <laughs> seems like a, terrible things. It just no, it just like well, buildings right, fall would, down and then everybody would, dies. Yeah. Right, but yeah. they wouldn't if you were in a field. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. If you were, if you were, for a minute. if yeah. you're in an open field lying on a mat, yes. then, and, and an earthquake happens a hundred awesome. miles away from you, then you just wobble for a bit. Yeah, and if you're already getting some sea on that mat, then yeah. all, <laughs> hey, man, all the better. Yeah, maybe you roll into a fairy circle. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Who knows what happens? Yeah, maybe you bump into George Stickle. <laughs> I um, Stingle, Hangle, and Joe Hello. Over the, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stingle Hubel. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if we should be messing with the tectonic plates. It's, I'm not um, going to mess with them. I'm, st- I'm not either. I'm I'm hands off. I'm staying above ground. <laughs> God made Adam and Steve, not uh, drills and... That's right. <laughs> That's tectonic right. plate. <laughs> tectonic plates, man. <laughs> plates and shims. <laughs> made Jill and Jim, not plates and shims. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. He that's didn't make Jill and Jim, though. It's just the two people's names. No, I mean, he probably made those. Yeah, he made those. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, he made everyone. He made all of us. If you so choose. Yeah, by that definition, though, he did also make, make Adam, Adam and Steve. Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and he made them an abominate, an abomin. You know the word. Yeah. You know what I was going for. Mm. Oh, I looked up, by the way, I, I looked up the guy, because I mentioned this on, on the show that we recorded on uh, Put Your Hands Together, yeah. the, the guy in the in the gay marriage debate in the British Parliament, one guy actually said Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve, like he said it. Wow. Uh, but wow. He, what I'd forgotten about the story was that he even got it wrong. <laughs> like, he did it the wrong way around. He sort of ended up stuttering out, he went like... Uh, you know, the Lord made uh, Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, Steve, uh, Eve. Like, he sort of did it like now, that. Is, is there no official separation of church and state in England? Uh, no, there isn't. Like, technically, the Queen is both the head of state and the head of the Church of England. Right. Um, 
and there are bishops in the House of Lords and other and also the chief rabbi and a few other like high ranking religious people. Sure, sure. So then in that case it would almost if it made sense and wasn't just a nursery rhyme be like politically well, relevant to I mean, bring could, that up it could be used as an argument right whereas here when people say god made adam and eve not adam and steve not it's only just... are they relying on a storybook but also <laughs> sure. it's a storybook that we've decided we don't want to rely on for legislation <laughs> uh, sure yeah although i mean there there is still it's weird because even though there is that separate there is not the separation it's also religion is mentioned far less often in parliament in britain like uh, um, Tony Blair hid his Catholicism until he got out of Parliament. That's like, fascinating. Oh. Wow. Like he, he, I mean, he sort of he was a Catholic, but then he, like when he got out, he was like I believe it. But you like, don't have to. You don't have to pander to get elected in the UK. Basically, there's not some base that's that's gonna. No, no, in. there there are some who do pander. There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of politicians who've got in by heavily pandering to a Christian base in like sw- like swing uh, constituencies. Sure. It's almost like the U.S. should be more like Britain. Like, we should just go back to... Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back 200 That's years. Right. How many taxes... What do we <laughs> so owe you in back taxes? <laughs> what? I mean, really, tea has kind of faded out. I feel like we're more of a coffee <laughs> culture now. <laughs> totally. I feel like we could cover these back taxes. Absolutely. I agree. <laughs> By the way, David Simpson is his name. I just checked that. Looked that up again. David Simpson, the DUP uh, politician. He was uh, Adam and Eve. Adam, Adam and Eve and Steve. Wow. Adam and Even, not Adam and Steven. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, um, Rhea, Cameron, what do, you, what do you guys have coming up? What's going on? What's going on with you guys? Oh, that's very nice of, uh, to ask. We have, <laughs> we have a, a podcast that also the two of us are doing together yes. with also uh, Mr. Ricky Carmona, who you guys oh, might nice. know. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, so... Not only that's a super Chicago. Yeah, it's that's a, all yeah, about Chicago. It's, a, wow. it's totally that's on. That's called Wham Bam Pow. It's an action and sci-fi movie podcast that's been put out by. Do you guys know Maximum Fun at all? That yeah, Jesse Thorne. Yeah. yeah. So Jesse Thorne's mm-hmm. putting it out um, for us, which is great. We only our good. our second episode came out today, so Sweet. that's really exciting. Wham what what, what movie have you covered so far? What movies? Um, well, today we were talking about Hellboy, which yep. is why I was talking about nice. that earlier, and then last week was Jackie Brown. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. We like okay. to do like Netflix movies so people can easily watch them oh, without, without yeah, getting yeah. like watch spoiled or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, so if there's like anything huge in the theater, we're going to try and cover that. But other than that, it's mostly just like stuff that you can watch. That's a great instead. idea, like a watch instant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. And that was called cool. Wham Bam Pow? That's called Wham Bam Pow. And then, of course, also, as you said, as we said earlier, Put I, your hands together. I also have Put Your Hands Together, which Rhea is the stage manager on and yep. like makes happen physically okay. in the UCB theater. I'm really so good with lighting stuff. people. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, and like. Being a, she's like kind of the bouncer of the place. It's oh, very yeah. intimidating. And go and see uh, you guys and all of us at Bridgetown Comedy all, Festival. All yes. five of us. Bridgetown, BridgetownComedy.com. Bridgetown the uh, schedule will be up. By the time this podcast is up, there's no way the schedule won't be up. I'm going to tell myself that. We'll have it done. <laughs> we'll have it done by then. Yes. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, oh, I've got some I've got some college gigs coming up in Massachusetts, and I can't remember exactly where they are, but I'll look them up. Buddy. up. Uh, Anna and the Nerdist TV show I'm on, which I think the episode will, my episode will have gone out by the time this show goes out. But you could probably still find it online. Uh, so check that out. It's me and the Nerdist lot, and I'm doing stand-up. Um, but uh, there it is. It is. Oh, here's the one I can find. It's at Fitchburg State University. Oh, yeah, Fitchburg State, and there's oh, okay. another one as well that I can't remember. But that uh, go and see us. Uh, we I consistently forget to say both of these things. Firstly, if you do enjoy us, we have a PayPal donation button on our website. Go to probablyscience.com if you really enjoy us and want to help. Um, support the podcast and chuck some money towards our to help our hosting fees and that kind of thing do that but also the other way you can really help us uh without costing you a single penny and only taking a second out of your time 
is to go on iTunes uh, and comment uh, nice things under comment. our podcast. Write you nice gotta things. comment. And give us uh, nice star ratings because both of those help bump us up in the rankings and really help other people find out about our show. And tell other people if you enjoy us. Tell, sp- tell uh, people. Spread the word. Uh, email us, tweet us, probably science at gmail.com, at probably Jesus science. <laughs> any comments, any questions, just talk to us. We're, we're really lonely. We are really <laughs> lonely. He's crying. We're sad. Man. And also spread. Uh, uh, are you dying or something? Seriously. <laughs> Is this, are you okay? Just just spread the news. We've got... <laughs> Use spread C. the good word. Wow. Pull and see as much Pulling as you possibly can. Wow. Go out, go out people, pull some C's. This tell other people what Pledge Week is like at NPR. I think so. hanging out with Matt Kirshen. So many tote bags. We got an iPod. It is fully loaded with the Miles Davis collection for a donation of $5,000. You can have this iPod. And if you have an old car that you're not using anymore, you can send it in to us. It is fully, it's a tax write-off. We all send you the forms. Just donate your car to Property Science. I would love to come back here. And like record this podcast again in like two three months, and you guys just have a sea of broken down cars <laughs> in the backyard. People, a lot of people donated their cars. Yeah. <laughs> we don't actually know. We thought we thought it'd be easy to get rid of them. It turns out no, just, really tough. You just a have to keep them. Yeah. I've been turning the wheel left and right, but it's still not going forward. <laughs> <laughs> still, I put some guy in, in it. Call him, but, uh, he's a dick. Thank you again so much, yeah, uh, Cameron Esposito and Rhea Virtue. Real qu- um, real quick, what are your twitters? Let's do it. Oh, at Cameron Esposito. Easy. At, at Rhea Butcher. That's R H E A B U T C H E R. I'm Cameron Esposito, as you expect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. See ya.